0: Show me one gal who says that and I'll show you a liar. I'll introduce you to Mrs. Pepperfield oh. later on tonight. Oh, Jesus, here we go. Your man in the middle, seven foot two, from a weird country called Lithuania. He's ugly as sh but kind This fellow scares me. That little kid from the Jackson Five, he scares it too. Oh, mark my words, Lou. There's something creepy about that young man. He's Bobby Hensley. I'm Sean Styers. We're two guys talking sports movies. It's uh it's been a little while actually since we've been in the studio hiatus. together. Yeah. yeah. A much needed hiatus, if you ask Bobby Hensley. No, I enjoy seeing you. <laughs> we see each other in professional settings, but Oh, you call us professionals, that's nice. Somewhat, I guess. Yeah, we still text. Yeah, absolutely. Today's movie, semi-pro, basketball movie. This is our second straight basketball movie. A little bit different turn from Hoosiers, (laughs) though, the first one we did. Yeah. I don't know if you'd put this on the Mount Rushmore of basketball movies. I think Hoosiers has to be there. Oh, absolutely. That might be in the Mount Rushmore of sports movies. Basketball movies, good basketball movies especially, I think it's tougher. There's a lot of different ways you can go. White Men Can't Jump is one that we kicked around doing, which also has Woody Harrelson, of we'll course. We'll get to that eventually. Yeah. Uh, there's, like, the
1: Basketball Diaries. See, those are different. And then you have Space Jam, even if you want to. Yeah.
0: What's the one? Was it the program? That's a football, that football movie. See, that's it's been so long since I've seen it. I could not even yeah, remember. Like, there's that's, Celtic Prides out there. What's the one that had Nick Nolte in it? Blue Chips. Blue Chips. That's the oh, one, that's I was a great movie. That's one I was thinking of. a great movie. That's the one I was thinking of. Yeah, but even that one. Whoa! All right. Yeah, we'll save that for a different podcast. See, there's some older ones. There's one called Fast Break from like probably right around 1980-ish, something like that. Gabe Kaplan, the guy who was the star of Welcome Back, Cotter. He was a basketball coach, and it was a comedy. But it's it's been a while. I I bet we would have a hard time finding that. I and it's been a million years since I've seen it. But it was enjoyable at the time, anyway. Did you enjoy Semi Pro? I did enjoy Semi Pro. And semi-pro, to me, is a little bit, this this is to me personally, a little bit like Anchorman to me. Obviously, both of them Will Ferrell movies. But Anchorman, the first time I saw it, I did not necessarily think it was really funny. I, right. The, it's I a don't second know, time through. Yeah, I don't know if it's just the delivery or just kind of how it was done. I left Anchorman kind of going, yeah, you know, not bad, whatever. But then after seeing it uh, some repeated times, it's one of my favorite Will Ferrell movies there is. And that's it, and I and it, and so this has gotten better with time for me as well. Semi pro.
1: That's how Napoleon Dynamite was for me. Okay. I watched that the first time. I thought this was one of the dumbest movies I ever watched. And then as I continued to view it, the second time and third time, like, oh, this part's coming up. So right. Where do you
0: put this in terms of let's let's. Let's do it a couple of different ways. One, just in terms of Will Ferrell movies. Would you put it in your top 3, top 5? Would it be anywhere in there? I think you like this a little bit more than me.
1: Well, and you know, I I only saw it once before this viewing. And so
0: I I'd probably put it Really? Yeah. I'm surprised that you put only it, saw it once. I'd put it top 5 maybe. Would you? See, but you don't necessarily like old school, is no, that right? that's true. You're yeah. not an old school fan. I would fan? not put See, Old School and Anchorman, to me, would occupy the, the top, top two spots. After that, theres I mean, I might even put Elf in there. I realize Elf is probably an acquired thing, but I'd, I'd put it would in you, there.
1: Would you put this above
0: Talladega Knights? Definitely. See, I would not. A lot more laughs at this that I had That's than true. I did with Talladega Knights. Even though, and I, and I think this is like this with a lot of comedies, it's hard to sustain it throughout. For an hour and a half. Yeah. Like, one of the few that I think really do is dodgeball. And even there are some lulls in dodgeball. But I think that's one of the few that really is able to kind of keep it going for at least close to, you know, maybe 80% right. of it. Whereas this, there's definitely a spot where it slows down yeah. know, a little bit. I think it's kind of brutal in there for a couple of minutes. I'm <laughs> yeah, like, I know. Okay. Just, you know, I like the... We go back to the girlfriend scene, Mara Tierney and and Woody Harrelson, and just that, such a random love story in that movie that it, wasn't needed. Random love story and completely just mm, a little bit when they're the whole it on in the living room and the boyfriend is totally cool with it because man again is his and, idol. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, okay, so you have I'd put Anchorman up there, and you said old school second.
0: Mm-hmm. So what's third? Do you, did you break down your Will Arrow list at all? No, I mean, I didn't go completely all the way. I would probably put this right behind those because then, I mean, a lot of people like Step Brothers, mm-hmm. and maybe it's because I haven't seen Step Brothers repeatedly that I don't have it higher, but a lot of people do like that, made in the same year as this, right. by the way. yeah, This is a lot better than Blades
1: of Glory. I was going to ask you about Blades of Glory. Was not a fan of that. So even within... Uh... <laughs>
0: So this is your favorite sports Will Ferrell movie? Because I he think said so. that was that's what I was going to ask you next. Yeah, he said this would be his last sports movie. Right, and so far it he he actually just did Blades of Glory before he actually went three years in a row. He went Talladega Nights, he went Blades of Glory, then he went Semi Pro two thousand six, two thousand seven, two thousand eight.
1: And I'd almost add another year to that because in two thousand five he did Kicking and Screaming, which was a soccer
0: movie. Oh, I forgot about that. That's the one with is it Ed Harris? No, not Ed Harris. The guy from Modern Family, yeah, it's his, dad.
1: The, his, his. Yeah, yeah and then uh, Mike Dick is in it, right? It's actually pretty funny.
0: I had forgotten about kicking and screaming. Yeah, we'll probably have to go back and watch that at some point. So, but
1: if you want to go through that, then you have all another year because that was oh mm-hmm. five, and then oh four was Anchorman. This is kind of at the end of his. I don't want to say run. No, but
0: that's I. I, can, I had that in my notes. That really, when you look at, and by the way, this movie Semi Pro. million budget. It only made $34.5 million in the United States, $43 million worldwide. So that is a total bust in terms of what Hollywood thinks. You know, I mean, they lost money on it, essentially. A lot of money. Yeah. And then, like, you look at a couple others, like the other guys with Mark Wahlberg, not sports, obviously, but just looking at the other guys, the cop movie. Uh, budget of a hundred million dollars only grows to hundred nineteen million dollars. So I think we're looking at like this period where this is, and really kind of with the other guys, I think that is kind of like sort of like the the delineation mark of Will Ferrell's comedy movie career because he's gone in a completely different direction. Since then, right, he's not hurting. No, I'm not saying that by any means. He helped found Funny or Die, right? The website that helped launch Between Two Ferns, the Zach Galifianakis thing, which Netflix just released the movie recently, and just a lot of other stuff that came from Funny or Die. And he also, you were, we were talking before we went on the air. He's done a lot of smaller roles in in other people's projects. That, but but then he's also attached to either as an executive producer, creator, producer, or something. Yeah, yeah. like. Eastbound and Down, for example. Right, and
1: he plays a car salesman. It's right. a bit role, but I didn't realize he was a, uh, one of the main producers of that show.
0: He even had some time in The Office. That's right, which wasn't that great. It, it was but way past the, time, the prime of The cool Office. To, yeah, it yeah. was cool to see Will Ferrell, but Will Ferrell couldn't
1: save The Office no. at that point. Yeah, it was already beyond. But, yeah. you know, so he's already he's been around.
0: Yeah, I think that's that seems to be... What he's doing more is producing these different projects, helping get these different things made, and then he just makes little cameos from time to time. Even yeah. the movie Wedding Crashers, he had a bit role at the end. Right. But I guess you can't really call it a Will Ferrell movie. No, not by any – and that was – I mean, that was in 2000. Because, like, if you look at, like, the Will Ferrell peak, in 2003 he does Old School. Next year, what, uh, Anchorman – Year after that, the cameo and Wedding Crashers. That's two thousand five, two thousand six, Talladega Knights. 07, Blades of Glory. So he's kind of eh. yeah. Oh eight, semi pro and Step Brothers. Step Brothers, again, a lot of people. That's a, yeah, liked really well it. known. Two thousand nine, Land of the Lost. Okay, that's so he's fallen. That's yeah. where it's. Eh. And then two thousand ten, the other guys. And obviously, he's done some stuff since then. But I think really. The peak is like this. Is kind of the tail end of the peak. There's a lot of people who don't like this. So but,
1: here's another, one last Will Ferrell question. Okay. Please. When you think of Will Ferrell, what do you think is the most Will Ferrell movie? Like, what do you think he's best known for?
0: I'd say Anchorman. Yeah. Like he still shows up on the Dan Patrick show in character as, as Ron, Ron Burgundy. Yeah. To this point, and he's still and he just did the thing with just within the last few months. I can't remember exactly what it was for. But he went on all the major talk shows
1: <laughs> as Ron Burgundy, as
0: Ron Burgundy, yeah. doing stand-up comedy. Now, it wasn't that good, but, but he was doing Ron character. Burgundy still. And that's so that's, you know, Anchorman was 04s. They did Anchorman 2. Did you like Anchorman 2? Working in that industry, I, I found forgotten to include that on the list. I found
1: but, a couple funny parts, yeah. but I thought the movie was pretty much garbage. Yeah. They could have cut an hour out of it. I think it was a two-hour long movie. Yeah. And there's a couple of funny lines if you're in
0: the industry. The fact that you have to wait that long yeah. I don't think is ever a really good sign. Did you see Zoolander 2? I have not. I have not seen it either. Did you see the first one? Once. Okay. Yeah, I've seen it. it Probably I, I saw it once all the way through, and every once in a while when you're scrolling through, you see it, and I'll stop and kind of go, eh. Yeah. Not one of my favorites. So that's Ben Stiller. Yeah. Who's funnier to you? But ben Will Stiller? Ferrell, or, Will, but Ferrell Will Ferrell was in it, though, too.
1: You had to pick between the two.
0: Funnier overall. I think they're both better when they're playing other characters than right. just trying to play sort of a straight role. You know, right. whatever guy who might be a little quirky, funny, whatever. They're they're both infinitely better. Like Will Ferrell is better, Ron Burgundy as Ron Burgundy, or Jackie Moon. Yeah, <laughs> for, and Ben Sealer is
1: better as Dodgeball. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. White Goodman. White Goodman. Which isn't isn't there still. Aren't there still rumors of dodgeball, I think they
1: just constantly put it out there until they get the right amount of money.
0: Yeah, I agree. But we watched Semi-Pro this week. Yes. (laughs) And, of course, the synopsis of Semi-Pro. Jackie Moon is the owner, promoter, and coach, star basketball player of the Flint, Michigan Tropics of the American Basketball Association. So in 1976, before the ABA collapses, the NBA plans to merge the best teams of the ABA at the end of the season, but only the top four teams... We'll make the move. The worst teams are going to fold. The Tropics are the worst team in the league, and if they want to make it to the NBA, Jackie Moon has to <laughs> rally his team, start them winning, and at least get them into fourth place. Which, okay, another underdog story. Yeah, We exactly. love underdogs around here. Jackie Moon and the Flint Tropics. Which the
1: Flint the Tropics underdogs. were the only non-real ABA team.
0: Which was but, interesting, yeah, because you but, had the the San Antonio Spurs. There was a St. Louis team. The Nets. Bob Costas actually did St. Louis play-by-play back in the... Yeah, that's right. The New Jersey Nets. Um, Some others in there.
1: But then the Flint, not Tropics, they're called the Flint Pros, were a real team in another basketball league called the CBA. Okay. The Continental Basketball
0: Association.
1: So they actually... Flint had a team. They weren't called the Tropics. Yeah.
0: So that... At least they made them real. Other co-star in this, next biggest star, would be Woody Harrelson. Which...
1: I thought maybe this might be one of his peaks because I didn't see a lot of his early stuff. So for me, like, he did No Country for Old Men the year before this. Right. He did Zombieland the year after. It's like, that's a pretty good run. And he actually. Well, I guess, is this movie considered a success, though? Maybe not.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know that this necessarily is, but I mean, he's also done. I've never, I haven't seen any of the Hunger Game movies, but he's (laughs) actually in the, the entire Hunger Game franchise. He did True Detective. Right. First HBO. season. Yeah, the first one, the one, one that everybody good. loved yeah. that that brought us the horrible second Not season. Not the Vince Vaughn one. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> the original one with Mahershala Ali. Yeah. The Edge of 17, a critically acclaimed movie a couple years ago, three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. So he's really had sustained you mention Old Country? He's the 90s were a little bit sparse. I mean, he was still doing stuff, but nothing that he was really overly probably known for but I think he's really had a late surge in his career well and they redid zombie land now so yeah that, you've got a yeah you've got another zombie land but uh, yeah so in this and I will admit I'll, I'll just jump right out front we can talk about things that we maybe didn't remember yeah I had forgotten that Woody Harrelson was even in this movie
1: <laughs> I'd forgotten that he was the co-star that, in this yeah. movie that's probably easy to do he was a co-star but he's'
0: I, I mean, Jackie Moon is still the guy, but I think that, I mean, especially as far as stars go, Woody Harrelson is the next biggest name. Now, I'm going to go down the list. There are a lot of other really good comedic guys who have smaller roles, but they were all really at the points in their career still. Where they weren't springboarded. Yeah, exactly. They were, a lot of them were waiting To be launched. I mean, you had some SNL guys like Tim Meadows who plays Cornelius. Which was hilarious. And we'll talk about that scene, obviously, in a little bit. Ed Helms. Yeah. At the end, he was turtleneck. One of the reporters
1: when they were doing the press conference at the end. Um, Jason Sudeikis was Nacho Guy. Nacho
0: Guy. That's right. Kristen Wiig was the uh, bear Bear tamer. For (laughs) For one day. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Rob Corddry, is he, I mean, he's, oh, he's
1: been in so much stuff. He's in Ballers with The Rock.
0: Yeah, and he was, he's not like a big-name guy, but he's like a funny guy who, again, is just sort of the funny face guy in a see, lot of different yeah. stuff. Yeah, he did that, uh, what was it, Children's Hospital or something. Did you ever see that on cable TV a few no. years back? No. It was one of those. Pretty. Yeah, like I think it was on IFC maybe or, or one of those. I've heard of it. Yeah. But he's been around. He's been in a lot of stuff. Andrew Andrew Daly plays Dick Pepperfield. Now he was in Eastbound and Down. Remember, he was was he the principal? Oh yeah. He was the he was the Kenny Powers sort of rival. Yeah. That the girl was gonna marry and
1: the straight guy, the straight edge guy, compared to what Kenny Powers was exactly exactly yep.
0: yeah. And he uh he was hilarious in this movie. Oh, he was. He was really good. I want to save okay. I want to save okay. his, I want to save his all right his uh, analyst for for last. Okay. Andy Richter. Of yeah. course, from he the had a pretty O'Brien big, show. not a big role, but yeah. Yeah, he was, was he really supposed to be his son or did they just say that? He said son friend.
1: Son friend? He's like, you're like my favorite, you're like my son that's my same age. Okay. And is also my friend. All right. Does that
0: take out one of the things that bugs you? No, no, not at all. Okay. I actually don't have much that bugs me, if okay. anything, about this. Because it it's so. Stupid. Obviously, <laughs> just comedic, yeah. You
1: go in there with what your
0: expectations exactly. are. Exactly. Yeah. David Ketchner, I don't know exactly how you say his name. He played Champ Kind in Acreman. Right, the guy and he played the Cowboy commissioner. Hat. Yeah, he was the commissioner in this. Mm-hmm. Matt yep. Walsh, did you ever watch Veep?
1: Yep, he was um, on her
0: staff. Right, part of the... Uh, Wasn't he in something else we watched? He was in The Hangover. He was the doctor in The Hangover. He was an Old School. I'm trying to remember. Would he have been in one of the other comedies? We did see Talladega Nights. Could he have had a small role <sighs> in that that I'm not thinking about?
1: Maybe. I, I, I'll look it up. He's... He was in something that I thought. I was like, oh, this is the third time I've seen him because so I saw him in Veep, something else, and now this.
0: Yeah. I was about to think it's... No. Nope. Well, whatever. Yeah. So in any case, yeah, he's kind of the redhead, balding guy. Again, a face that you see, you recognize. <laughs> yep. You mentioned Jason Sudeikis, Ed Helms, Mara Tierney. Now, not real comedic, but I saw your list. News Radio is where I probably remembered her most, but then she also ended up being... I can't remember if she was a doctor or... No, she was on ER. For a few okay. years before so, that one. So down. one thing I wanted to bring up about her
1: is that she's been in mostly TV shows. Mm-hmm. Um, she was the mom or the wife, however you want to look at it, in the movie Liar, Liar. Oh, that's right. With Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. So besides that, this is like her next biggest movie. Yeah. She was in Rescue Me.
0: That's right. I'd Dennis forgotten Larian. about because she was kind of like his his side girl or yeah. something, wasn't she? Yeah. That was a good series. Did you watch Rescue Me? I
1: thought that was one of my favorite shows to this day. I think it holds up. It's that's just, one of the two that start. my
0: wife and I completely agree on. Really? I've got the DVD set. I do too. Actually. Shocker!
1: <laughs> it's one of I have Friday Night Lights, all the DVDs of that, uh-huh. and then all the DVDs of this, all twelve seasons, whatever
0: it ended up being. How about Jackie Earl Haley as Dukes, the guy with no shirt? Do you that, know who Jackie Earl Haley I is? I do not. He made a good shot. So, have you ever seen the original Bad News Bears? No. Did you see the the remake of the Bad News Bears? Well, I saw
1: one Bad News Bears. It was older. I don't know which one it was, but they go to the Astrodome. Is that the first that's one? That's the Bad
0: News Bears and Breaking Training. Okay. The second it. one. Okay. So d- have you seen that whole one? He played Kelly Leak, the older of the Bears. Right. And in the original, he's riding his motorcycle all over the place. But he was the one who had the estranged relationship with his dad when they go to Houston. And that's him? That's him.
1: Oh. It's good to know he's still getting
0: word. 40 years later. Yeah. <laughs> wow he looks great a strange role for him and i remember it's already been a few years but i remember there were some articles about hey a late surge for jackie Earl haley he's getting all these roles and everything and he's dukes he just (laughs) played a strung out dude that made a half or a three quarters shot that's right but my favorite of all these guys has to be will ornette
1: yeah well and his career is weird because i've seen him in a lot of things his voice is still being used very distinguished Oh, yeah, just that's You right. he still does that's the Reese's commercials. Name,
0: but, oh, that's right, and he does. He did. He was Lego Batman. Yep in in the Lego Batman movie.
1: Right. He was in um for me Arrested Development. Yeah, that's that's, that's where I
0: remember him. That he was Job in Arrested Development. Mm-hmm. And really, when you think about Will Arnett, though, I I like him. I always think that he's pretty funny. But at the same time, he's pretty much the same guy. Like in a everything. Yeah. So I think that limits sort of. <laughs> There's only so much of Will Arnett that you need or can take. There aren't too many straight roles that he does. Wasn't he BoJack Horseman? Oof, that I'm not sure. I don't, I I don't anyway. think I've seen that. Yeah, is that the cartoon? Yeah, I'll have to look for that.
1: He, it's the same kind of role though. It's just his voice with a kind of yeah. gruff.
0: But to me, he steals the movie. Really, really, because he is he's the radio analyst for former forward. For the Flint Tropics. Who
1: might just dress up tonight.
0: <laughs> That's right. Yeah, to me, like all the the funniest stuff. Was him. Or one, the scenes he was in. And two, just because you've always, while there's a game going on, you get the commentary from Lou and Dick Pepperfield, who was played by Andrew Daly, we talked about. And
1: I almost think that they, those two, for me, rival Dodgeball. Because Dodgeball, I think one of my favorite parts was the two announcers. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing in this movie. I think think Pepper? Yeah. I think this, which, that's weird. Peppers Maybe they and both. stole it from yeah. that. I don't know. But the the way that they kind of finesse
0: some of the scenes and stuff, I just think is hilarious. Yeah. All right. Anything else before we get to it? Was there anything that you didn't remember that huh. you remembered watching it, re-watching?
1: To, uh, the one thing I remembered is, or found different is that I, it was almost more serious than I realized before. Really? I thought of it as a slapstick movie in my head where every, every scene is just stupid doesn't even tie together, but it actually has like a theme, like trying to get to fourth place. Yeah, that's true. There is a plot, I guess. <laughs> well, and like Caddyshack, it kind of just strings out, and it's just funny scenes put together.
0: Look, if you're gonna watch Semi Pro, or if you've seen it, you know, don't don't. Nobody's watching this for to finding any meaning to life, right? Or, or any you know real purpose for it. And there's there's some raunch. There's some stuff that's probably going to offend you, right? But if you if you want to watch and laugh and you know you don't mind a little raunch and that kind of stuff then you're gonna laugh watching semi-pro right i think
1: there's some stuff and i we don't even have to really get into it but i was <laughs> like wow this is really well, distasteful thing
0: yeah like some stuff that doesn't hold up i think for yep. sure did your opinion of it change though at all
1: not really i still think it's a nice little movie again it's all about expectations yeah if i had told you or you told me this is gonna be the best movie you've watched all year No. then it would have been different we'd, we'd have some problems
0: because, like I said, I honestly didn't like it that much, probably even less than Anchorman the first time I saw it, but with some rewatching And I think, well, I'll I'll save it till we get to the scenes. You want to well, go some favorite lines first?
1: One thing I enjoy about the movie as a theme, before we get into that, is that it's the old ABA. And that's really how that was with promoters yeah. trying to get people doing crazy, stupid stuff.
0: It's almost like minor league baseball.
1: exactly And I love that kind of stuff because it, kind of true to life almost like the crazy stuff promoters have done and the, he's doing
0: the corn dog promotion right. they, they don't, don't even X have cards points and then he's trying to block his own teammate shot
1: because they don't even have corn dogs
0: yeah he's you'd mentioned jason sudeikis who brought his own nachos from home and he's, he's got, like i brought season two i've got season tickets i can do whatever he want yeah <laughs> and he kicks the nachos out of his hand
1: after traveling yeah you're
0: costing me money
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right we can get into scenes all right you want to do scenes or lines first I have more lines than scenes, so let's get this. What do you want to do? You
0: want to do lines first? Let's do lines first. Okay. Dick Pepperfield, again, the radio announcer. Right. We've got an especially dirty hippie on the court trying to sink an impossible <laughs> shot. <laughs> Talking about the Jackie yeah, L. Haley character. He's, he's so great.
1: Because <laughs> um, someone's some about um, dreams. Will Arnett, and he goes, well, you know, sometimes dreams can turn into nightmares. <laughs> Will Arnett looks and
0: goes, what's your problem? <laughs> uh when will ferrell's talking to the team he's he's telling them think of me as bambi's mother yeah, i'll make sure down. nothing happens to you and then one of the guy goes bambi got shot
1: and then the other guy goes yeah it was during the first scene when the credits were rolling right. <laughs> um bart well, it's like well he just won a check that says ten thousand dollars
0: right because he wins the check Shooting what it was supposed to be the impossible shot from three quarters. And, of course, after he nearly passes out on the court, yeah. he makes the shot. Yeah. And surprise, Jackie doesn't have the money to pay it off. Right. Uh, let's stop talking of the porking of moms and sisters. <laughs> when Woody Harrelson comes
1: in the locker room.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Um, very shortly after that, I think it was ELE. Everybody love everybody. Everybody love everybody. I guess that's one thing I didn't realize with this movie, that line, because they use it all the yeah, time that's through true. it. I didn't think about that. Yeah. So I guess it must not be that good of a line. Yeah.
0: Good point. During the poker scene, oh, we're God. saying naughty things because they're not true. That's another Will Arnett. But again, let's yeah, seems, we'll save yep, the yeah. bulk of it for the poker scene. Yeah. But there's a lot of good stuff in there. <laughs> yeah, that one's pretty bad. <laughs> I,
1: well, that's my next three lines, right? Okay.
0: There. Well, yeah. I mean, you can, you can, you can get the lines out, but we'll talk more it stinks, extensively about the scene when we get. to All
1: it. right, just one line. Then Let's we see just, the lines. we just literally dodged a bullet. Well, <laughs> except for Cornelius.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> gets, oh, I've been shot. He gets shot in the arm through the cast. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I at a, the game in St. Louis, I wrote the same. I've, I bet it's the same line. I don't know, Lou. I'll bet my alleged son he won't make this shot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I put um and that'll do it from St. Louis where the score is inconclusive. I've
0: got that one next. Yep. <laughs> uh Jackie, when they look back in the annals of history, <laughs> they'll talk about three things: the inventions of fire, submarines, and the Flint Michigan Mega Bowl. <laughs> back in the annals of history. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much in that statement that's bad.
1: Uh-huh. Um <laughs> when um Duke springs, comes back to Will Ferrell in a random season, like, Well, I don't know. Take it to a
0: bigger bank. That's a really big check department. <laughs> um, when they invent the alley-oop and they're trying to describe it because they don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah. Forcing a ball in a hard downward direction through the net off a high-arching pass. Wait a minute. I've just been told this is an alley-oop. Much yeah. easier to say. Much easier to say. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, How about when he gets knocked out and they, well, Jackie's teammates are just doing an awful job at stabilizing his spine.
0: (laughs) Oh, I know. (laughs) But they're like dragging him (laughs) His head is hanging. Yeah. All right. Any other lines before we get to scenes then? That's all I had. I mean, and that's, again, this line is, or this movie is so full of one-liners. And I guess
1: I almost forgot. I didn't realize that either because as I was writing them down, I was like, wow, I have a significant portion of my notes that are just lines. Right. So I started cutting a few of them out. That's very true. So can you guess what
0: my favorite scene is?
1: When they win the bowl. No, uh, <laughs> your favorite scene is probably early in the movie when they do the starting lineups.
0: No. No. Okay. Is that yours?
1: It's one of them.
0: I like that scene as well. Okay. So my can... fa- go ahead. I'll <laughs> give you one more guess. Oh, man. <laughs> when he wrestles the bear? <laughs> no. Okay. I, I I didn't really care for that scene. I didn't either. That's why and I actually, thought you'd like it. Actually, I finally I fast-forwarded. I'm like, all right the bear yeah and then it turns out that it wasn't during the filming of the movie but someone actually died trying to what control the bear the Train infamous the bear? accident
1: where Rocky the bear killed stuntman Stephen Miller was not actually during this movie it was afterwards they were doing some promo stuff yeah but the guy that, that got killed by the bear Stephen Miller placed Will Ferrell stuntman with the bear
0: really mm-hmm. that's too bad yeah and that's like why did we need a guy wrestling an actual bear I'm not really sure.
1: Yeah, but. they could have done another different promotion, like he gets shot out of a cannon or something. Yeah. So my favorite scene is the poker scene.
0: Okay. Just, oh, I thought I just thought that was too easy to guess. <laughs> yeah, maybe it is too obvious, and that's like, even though I didn't remember, there was it was about a year or two ago. Do you remember when Jim Harbaugh was calling people jive turkey? No. Yeah, he was calling oh. people, you know, like oh those jive turkeys outside the program, and this, and that. And I'm like jive turkey. That's in a movie. Where where do I remember that from? And then I found it, and then it's the poker scene. You can't call somebody from that. this. You can't. <laughs> so, so, of course, the scene is the main characters, they're all sitting around the table playing poker, like in a little, I don't even know what you would call it back then. Yeah. Not a um, parlor. Yeah, I mean, it looked like it, it was basement. basically just in somebody's yeah. basement. Probably Jackie's basement. Not a. They didn't call it a man cave back then, but it was just, you know, 70s chic, yeah. <laughs> whatever it go. happens to be. 70s chic den, disco den. Yeah, and so it's Jackie, the Tim Meadows character, who we hadn't seen, and that's the only scene that he's in in the movie. You've got the two radio guys, you've got Andy Richter. I think that's it, right? Yeah. And so, oh god. So now I'm I'm obviously going to edit some of the language. Yeah. <laughs> but so you've got Tim Meadows playing Cornelius, and he says to Lou or you know he they they're they're sitting there they're just shooting it talking whatever and then Lou the, the Will Arnett character says Swedish porn saved my life in Nam and then Cornelia says you were never in Nam you jive turkey <laughs>
1: <laughs> Would you call me <laughs> the whole
0: the, everybody stops laughing and talking the whole thing revolves around the use yes the the use of the term jive turkey and a JT yeah no one called you a JT. Jive Turkey's a little over the line, my man. <laughs> <laughs> and so. It escalates. Just the irony in the fact that Jive Turkey is where you draw the line, apparently. But you can call someone a sea sucker. And I'm abre- yeah. and I've, I'm abbreviating. <laughs> they use the entire word. You can call someone a sea sucker. Yeah, I just, and that's not nearly as bad as calling someone a Jive Turkey.
1: Yeah, I just called you a sucker. That's all I called you.
0: <laughs> that's right. It's called fondue. Fondue what? Fondue. Three different cheeses, melted. That's what you're tasting. Hmm. Gargonzola, Munster... And cottage. It's the latest thing from Sweden, apparently. <laughs> well, I'm not surprised by that. The Swedes are so inventive, aren't they? Oh, they, really are, they yeah? are my favorite producers of pornography. They make an excellent fuck picture. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I'll excuse myself from this conversation right now. <laughs> to the men's room. Oh, <laughs> stop it. You make your wiener sing boner machine. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a boner machine. Swedish no. porn saved my life and numb. Oh, oh okay. Great. Here we go. Hey, come on. <laughs> fuck you guys. Let me get my violin. Swedish <laughs> porn was the <laughs> only. Only thing that kept my mind off Charlie when I was in the sh- is this in Ann Arbor because that's where you were during the war. <laughs> he really believes it. You were <laughs> never in no <Nope>. jive turkey. <laughs> you just called me a jive turkey. No. No, he did not. He. uh, called you a c- cussucker. Yeah. yeah. Right?
1: right Cornelius? Yeah, yeah. I just called you a c- cussucker. I'm pretty sure that you called me
0: a jive turkey. No, no. Now, Lou, nobody called anyone a JT. Jive turkey is a little over the line, my man. Look, we were all here. We all heard
1: what was said, and we're in agreement. Cornelius said cussucker, yes,
0: right? Yeah. He just said you sucker. That's <laughs> all he said about you. Now, come on.
1: Dig into that fondue. You'd Little (laughs) sucker. (laughs) (laughs) We like
0: playing games, don't we? We do. We're playing one right now. (laughs) I'm going to show you guys this game that I learned when I was in Fuck it. Who's the Jive Tookie now? (laughs) Gun's not loaded. (laughs) 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 It's not loaded. It's not (laughs) loaded. (laughs) You should have seen your goddamn face. (laughs) The bullets in there? I never loaded. The gun was not loaded. Oh. I'll see you fuckers in hell. Oh. <laughs> Jackie, Love Me Sexy is the worst song I've ever heard.
1: Watch <laughs> <laughs> like this? I did call you job turkey. Oh.
0: with Mrs. Pepperfield.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're saying
0: nutty things because they're not true. Especially now More than the rest. <laughs> Jove Turkey's a little over the line, my man. And then he gets out the pistol and he points it at him. And he pulls the trigger and there's no bullet in there. Because he goes, why would he keep a loaded gun? why would I keep a loaded gun? So they all go around saying crazy things to each other. And that's when he's like, we're saying things because they're funny and they're not true. So now do you have some other lines from that scene? Just
1: like one specific one. They're talking about the porn
0: Oh, like, exactly. Go ahead. I forgot about the porn scene.
1: Watching watching a porn movie doesn't mean you got laid. He goes, <laughs> "Actually, right. that usually means the opposite." <laughs> That's exactly right.
0: I had that on my line someplace, but I think I was saving it yeah.
1: for this.
0: And of course, they're also they're eating the fondue. Had you ever heard of fondue before?
1: I've heard of fondue. Yes.
0: So that was a thing in the seventies. Well, what is fondue? Well. Do you fondue have the line. Is, I don't have what the line is. Do you have what the line is? No, but
1: he's like, it's three kinds of cheeses all mixed together. That's
0: right. And for anyone who wasn't alive in the 70s, my parents had the little fondue pot and it's like an elevate it's like a pot, a metal pot on stilts and then underneath it you had like a bunsen burner right. and you would put all your cheeses in there and then you would have like vegetables or meats or whatever. Crackers. and You would have these big sticks and you would dip it in the yeah. fondue and eat. Yeah, today we just call it queso. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> right. back then it was fondue. Yeah. <laughs> and there's no bad way to have cheese. Yeah. Um
1: other favorite scenes. Um, I put the bear scene down, not as a favorite necessarily, but <laughs> I didn't remember that the bear ran out of the cage, and I laughed at that point.
0: Up into the stands. Because
1: Andy Richter goes in to save Wolf Ferrell. Right. And the bear escapes, which for the rest of the movie, they keep bringing it back sporadically. It reminded me of the gopher from uh, Caddyshack. Oh, yeah. Kind it of the same bit. way.
0: It does. Um, um, Go ahead.
1: There was one small scene where the downtown brown makes a three, And they're all giving each other high fives on the way back and, like, celebrating. And if you look in the background, you can see the other team already made a layup and, like, we're waiting. (laughs) (laughs) That kind of set the dynamic. So I was on the first game. That set the dynamic for me.
0: I had the owners meeting where they go. They go to Indianapolis. All the owners from the ABA are there. And then the commissioner is telling them, here's what's going to happen. The NBA is going to... We're going to merge with the NBA, but he hadn't told them yet that it was only going to be four teams. So, Will Will Ferrell's telling everyone to eat crap. He's the best owner, and he's the greatest man. He's like, I did it, Mom! I did it! And then then they keep trying to interrupt him. Yeah, they keep trying to interrupt, and and then he finds out. I'm sure you've all heard the rumors, and they are true. The ABA will be merging with the NBA at the end of this season. (laughs) Yes! Yes! a real owner turkey lego. i did it all, all right. right let's not get too excited yes give me 10
1: norton everyone can eat a big bag of shit. <laughs> i'm
0: the greatest man in the world wow the nba has agreed to our financial demands but there is you're right up. mom destiny
1: oh, i'm so happy i can't even feel my arms
0: Okay, Jackie, listen to me. Jackie. Hey, Jackie. Yes. Four teams will be absorbed into the NBA next year. The rest of the league will terminate operations. Exactly. You know it. Wait. Wait, what did you say? The Nets, the Spurs, the Pacers, and the Nuggets are going to play in the NBA next season. The rest of us are going to dissolve. Dissolve? What's dissolve? Is that even a word? (laughs) Yes, it is a word. And financially, it means you'll cease to exist. Let's don't get emotional about it. No! No! And he kind of throws a little temper tantrum.
1: Which I guess is kind of funny the way sports are run these days, the way that they continued to change how they would merge. Like at first, it was just going to be these four teams. Right. And then it turned into the four teams that finished in the top four. Yeah. Then it turned into, well, we can't take flamp.
0: You know, and it's always, what's going to benefit the owners the most? Right. Because you think about it, because it was the, the guys who agreed with them were the guys from like the Kentucky Colonels, and right? Whoever the teams, else, the teams that weren't going to get absorbed by which makes the sense. NBA, so they're I, like, when do I get my piece of the pie? <laughs> that's why it kind of
1: bugged me they would have a vote because obviously the four teams that are going to go are going to vote to keep it, and yeah. the other eight, I think there were twelve. That sounds right. The other eight are going to vote to do. So that part bugged me. Like, why would I you? mean
0: they're going to get some kind of buyout, obviously, right? But. The NBA needed the teams with the best attendance and sure. the, best, the best you know, TV and all that. Basically, the bigger markets. Interesting that San Antonio made it out of that because back then they were really still just kind of a spot. Out I kind there. of thought about that too. Cause who were the other ones? The Nets. The Nets, obviously,
1: are New Jersey. I don't remember. But no. They were all really good franchises. <laughs> sure they're still around. Down. But they're still around. I remember hearing yeah. the other ones and I was like, oh, they're still around. And I don't know. Were you apart alive for this like was the NBA that much better than this league? Was it a definite NBA's up top and then this league's secondary? Oh yeah.
0: I mean the ABA went out and got stars like Dr. J, like he was in there. It was kind of like when when some of the other leagues were tr- like the USFL was trying to run up against the NFL. They went out and got actual stars. You had him, you had like Dr uh the Iceman, george gervin, gervin and, yeah. and and some of those different players they were you know they were aba guys so they went out and they had stars. legit stars it's just that they were playing in the other league and I, and it, that's part of what i think made those teams also attractive to the nba was they actually had some star power that they could bring in that people would recognize so yeah i don't remember a ton before the merger but just sure what little i remember yeah i mean they definitely had some stars that it's that hard to think hard of, like over. of a
1: league merging anymore. Like, I know. The NBA has the G League or the D League, whatever they call that now.
0: It really, yeah. It's just like you, you crush just, the other league whenever right. they come up and don't even give them a chance to breathe. You just
1: And if you want to take them as a uh,
0: place for your prospects or something, that's one thing. But Right. But not, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, really, that's probably the last merger, I guess, because you had the NFL-AFL about a decade or so before that in the 60s right and there's not really a whole lot of competition otherwise yeah exactly yeah because I mean once the USFL folded I mean none of them got to come over it's just all the NFL teams got the talented players because now they're all such back then sports were different now they're conglomerates they
1: can they can crush you like that yeah exactly all right any other scenes on your list um the starting lineups I thought was funny at the very beginning. I thought it was good. Sets the tone for the movie.
0: It is part of what doesn't hold up. Right. You know, because of the, the South one Bend thing guy. of course it's the South Bend guy. Yeah, I knew. <laughs> Scootsy Doubleday from South Bend and basically he has a special needs brother, but they use the old school R word hard R a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really kind of shocking to think that I mean that, that was not that was only two thousand eight. They were still, you know,
1: boom. That part went real good. I'm like, oh, South Bend getting a reference because yeah, from know. here. And and then that's Im- what I thought as well. But then it was immediately. Like, I'm like, take anything. Well, that's too bad. Yeah, but yeah. the rest of that, I that's parts terrible.
0: No, I mean, but it, it,
1: the rest of it's kind
0: of funny. It was funny because, you know, one again, we're introduced to the radio announcers, right? Too, where, yeah, and that's what, I've got that on my list here, Dick and Lou. I'm gonna have to ask you to put out that. Or I'm gonna have to ask you to put out that cigarette. And he's like, "I like to smoke when I drink." <laughs> yeah, during the game, during the game. Yeah, and even their
1: shows um, where they interact on that Tropics Weekly show. Right, thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, all their stuff is really good. Yeah, I think for sure. Then they mentioned the alley oop as yep. well.
0: And then I've got the down. I've got the bus scene. Not that it was uh, a great scene, but it, it was a little bit of a ripoff of Bull Durham. And it I would, was, I would guess that that's probably what they were. Shooting for because you've got Woody Harrelson kind of playing the Costner character that, you know, because he's won a championship with the Celtics. And so everyone's asking to show his ring, just like, oh, you were in the show? Yeah. With Costner and Bull Durham. Even though he was for a couple weeks in baseball. Yep, exactly. So I just thought that was kind of cool. Throwback. Yeah. Cool Mm -hmm. little thing there. Otherwise, that's what I've got for scenes. Do you
1: have anything else? Just that inventing the alley oop one. Okay. I thought that was pretty good. With it, goes to heaven and teases mom. Oh, that's right.
0: Who was played by Gloria Gaynor, mm-hmm. I believe, which was an odd little twist when yep. Will Ferrell gets to heaven and Gloria Gaynor is his mom. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but she had forgiven him for stealing her yeah. song.
0: All right. So the penultimate question, what role would I think Kevin Costner obvious, play? It? Well, I guess you could do two of them. But
1: I would say he'd have to play the Woody Harrelson character. I think he's more Woody Harrelson than... Jackie Moon. Jackie Moon. Because he couldn't do the pizzazz that... Will Ferrell brings to Jackie. Yeah, Moon. And
0: I think just the fact that Costner hasn't done more sports movies. I think baseball you is kind of in a thing. lot of yeah. there's a specific skill to play baseball, but there's another athleticism that's required to pull off like football or basketball or a lot of other sports. And so I'm going to just go out on a limb and say Costner is limited to baseball and he probably he could pull off the basketball playing. He almost would have been a good straight laced commissioner. That's what I was thinking, like, like that. Even though I like the, I did too. the comedic turn from Ketchner, however you say his did, name. Did this champ kind?
1: Did this? Yeah, that's what I do. I associate people. That's I their know. name
0: for me. Did it bug you at all watching Will Ferrell play basketball on the team? Again, see, and that's like maybe where Costner, what what he could have done, because Will Ferrell was kind of be. Supposed to be more of a post player. So he okay, give it to me. Okay, now take it back. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I'm ready. He mostly passed the ball. He didn't really have to sh- show much athleticism. Not even facilitate. Yeah, exactly. Just pass
1: it right back to where he got it.
0: <laughs> that's right. Maybe a layup every now and then. Yeah. There. I did like the the oop scene where he starts doing the sign language with his face as if he's actually doing baseball right. signs.
1: Yeah, and it appears that he is running the offense now. <laughs> How about his free throw where they take the camera shot from underneath him? Up his
0: shorts. Oh, that's right. When he's doing the, I thought the exact same thing. He's doing the granny. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Free throat. I,
0: I realize they're nut huggers, but we don't
1: need to see the hug, baby. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that was the scene. I was like, oh, well, let me check my phone real quick.
0: Um, any other casting changes you would make to this?
1: No, I think it was a good mix. It's like You have a lot of unknown people that played bit roles and you had a good mix. You know who I forgot to mention is Andre 3000. Andre, yep, I through that from uh, Outcast. Yeah, he of course plays Coffee Black. Mm-hmm. Now, and we I, the star of the movie. Yeah, I mostly The yeah. star of the team.
0: I mean, I mostly went through kind of the guys who were actually like comedic role players when we did that list early on. But and that's I think that's why I forgot about him. But yeah, he a good job. Yeah, I thought he I thought he was solid. You really haven't seen him do much Mm-mm. since then, though, no. which is kind of surprising. Well,
1: he did a lot of music, though. That's true, so, but I mean, just maybe. in terms
0: of movies, he was obvious, and that was probably the peak of Outcast as well, maybe even a little bit past the uh, peak yeah, of Outcast. Probably. but.
1: Yeah, it was cool to see him in there, though, because like I say, he seemed like a polished actor. Yeah. Any other casting changes that you would make? Uh, I mean, I feel like you could done the Woody Harrelson character with a lot of different actors, but I don't know who I'd pick. Yeah. Like, I think he did a good job. Plus, he did white well, men can't jump, so he, he's done basketball before. He had to be a little
0: bit older right. to kind of fill the role. Like Clooney. George Clooney is a noted uh, playground pickup basketball player. Hmm. He and Noah Wiley, you know, Mara Tierney, Mara Tierney from ER. I guess he and Noah Wiley used to play one-on-one with Eric LaSalle back in the day huh. on the set of ER. So uh, He could have. I think he would have fit that. And he could have been... But, but is he, he almost ended, too big of a star for this? Yeah, yeah I, mean, I think so. Because, again, Woody Harrelson was really just kind of starting to come back on again right? when he got this. And it's still, it's not like this was a huge role for him by any means. It probably would have cost way too much. Because it probably, just between Will Ferrell and Woody Harrelson... And I wonder what I, Andre got. Yeah. He had to get a decent amount. I mean, I don't know how all that different scale stuff works when you're talking about... Musicians who really haven't acted very much who are trying to do, it. but even Mara Tierney, you know, say, Tierney got it to get something. Yeah, because like she, even though, as you said, she this was one of the few movies that she's done. But I mean, with it just as established as she was in TV, she's credible. Yeah, exactly. So she would have probably. I was wondering when you said that well. budget earlier, uh, how much each actor gets. Because well, and really, that's gotta I, hurt when you think about a hundred thousand. Did I say a hundred thousand for this, or was it the other one that was a hundred thousand? No, f- this was a $55 million. And it got 34, budget. you said. Yeah, and it, and it made 33.4. 33. 33.4. Directed by Kent Alterman. And guess what? That's this his only credit? The only thing he's ever directed. <laughs> so this is the best movie he's ever directed. That's exactly right. <laughs> you can say that.
1: Um, did you catch in the movie that Twiggy's last name was Munson? Is there a. That's a throwback to Woody Harrelson's character in Kingpin.
0: It's Roy Munson. I didn't even think about that. I kept trying to figure out what if there was some kind of Which meaning is... in Monix. Woody Harrelson. It's classic. such a random name. Yeah, M O N I X. Yeah, really weird name. Anything, any, any, anything that bugs you about it? Um, besides that one issue early on,
1: not really. I mean, I think it's kind of a like you said, it's a dumb movie. Yeah, you're not going in there to get um educated.
0: <laughs> not by any means. No. Not even by a long stream. So if you
1: go in with that, no, it didn't bug me at all. Plus, I think it was the, right. It was a pretty short movie, only an hour and a half.
0: I was glad to do. It was. It was. It. It actually flew right by. And yeah. I saw a TV version of it, and so I got to fast forward through the commercials. But what I liked about the TV version that I saw was because I had a hard time finding this anywhere streaming. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought that I owned it, but I don't. I guess unless I misplaced it when I moved recently. But they rather than. Change the words, like the cut, you know, because there there are a lot like of like instead F-bombs. of saying that, yeah, like they, they they probably my guess is they could have softened this a little bit, gone without some of the f bombs and and reworded a few things, made it a PG or even a PG thirteen, and probably made more money off it because R rated comedies are always right, you know, so and, you can't bring your kids, yeah, exactly, and so then when you have some of this other stuff, I think they easily could have made it. A little bit more kid friendly. Not that you're going to make it a kids' movie, like the the one right. you were talking about before the football movie. Yeah, I can't think of the name again. Up little Giants. Little no, not Little Giants. The one that Will Ferrell was in.
1: Oh, that's soccer, kicking and screaming. Kick,
0: oh, it's soccer. See, Jesus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like the Mighty Ducks. Like, yeah. I don't know what you want here. Exactly. So. But they didn't soften it. So, but on the TV version, did they but bleep they, or did it just scrub
0: it out? That's what I was getting ready to say when I got sidetracked I saw by you. my own thoughts. Yeah, trying to help you. They, they, uh, they just scrubbed it. So, like you could see their lips move, but there was just silence instead, and they didn't change the words like they do a lot of. You know, like instead of the f word, it's like you fudge man, or you know, yeah. you fudger, or yeah, that or that kind of stuff. Yeah,
1: it, sometimes they put complete Sucker. different like yeah. dubs in that you can tell it's not even the same voice. Right.
0: I was glad they didn't do that. Yeah, because I think it was obvious enough. What I've also it seen was the TV, saying.
1: TV versions of movies without cut scenes, like that. I'm right. surprised they left that poker scene in on TV.
0: Really? You like, think it was that offensive? Yeah, they're standing up, calling each
1: other "jive turkeys" and everything else. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love that scene.
1: <laughs> I do too. <laughs> Just surprised Does that make v- me a bad person. Just surprised <laughs> that VH1 allowed that to air. <laughs>
0: Oh, it was actually MTV Two that. Oh, I found okay, it on. okay, sorry. It's probably the first thing on MTV Two that I've watched in years. Was it in high def? <laughs> it actually was good. All right. So, anything else before we wrap this up? That's all I got. All right. So, again, I mean, don't look for the meaning of life in semi-pro or in our podcast. Or, well, I mean, that's a yeah. very valid point as well. But I was glad to do a comedy because we had kind of gotten away from comedies a little bit. And it's tough as well when we've done. This is our 20th podcast that we've done now. So we've done a pretty wide range. And I think it's tough to find a good mix. You, we need some dramas because there's some good ones in there like we've done with Hoosiers and Rocky. We did Jerry Maguire, a dramedy, so we, we maybe.
1: blew through like all the Academy Award winning sports movies. Now like we're left
0: with junk. Yeah, so, no. Here comes semi-pro. There's actually, yeah, there's actually a lot of stuff left out there for us. There's still a couple more sports movies we can do. I think you're right. All right, so that'll do it for this time. We'll talk to you next time. Two guys talking sports movies.